what's up, losers? Yeah, I know you missed me. Fucking pay piggies. What's up? <laughs> yeah, if I were over this at your okay. house house right now, what would you do? What would you do if this I was is, over at your house right now? This is my new arc. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you missed me because I was gone for like four weeks or something? Yeah. yeah, well, guess what? You owe me like hundreds of dollars. And um, Could you imagine if anyone paid for this show? Can you imagine yeah, having hundreds of dollars? Like, I feel I like the I guys, like the people who get taken in on like Nigerian prince scams are smarter than anyone who would pay for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so That's hard so for me true. not to do the Nigerian prince voice. You don't understand how much this is hurting me. I know. Yeah, he he's really biting his layup. belt. <laughs> Jesse is biting on his belt like I'm about to saw off his leg at Gettysburg. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, we're in a saw type situation. It's it's September 10th, 2001. I woke up in a basement chained to a tub. Do the accent, live or die, your choice. And I'm just like, <laughs> and I, there's just like a recording device next to me, and I'm just like, oh god, oh no. <laughs> <sighs> And then, like, eventually, like, an actual, the dead body of a Nigerian prince on the floor next to me gets up, and he says, you know, you're canceled. You'll never get my fortune. And then he walks out and slams the door behind him. <laughs> I watched the original song some, again the other somehow, day. Somehow, as he says that, you know that all of the words are misspelled. It's really yeah. interesting. <laughs> it's, I could have had it all. I literally had a chance to become one of the great kings of Africa, but I just completely blew it. And now that mantle has fallen to Kyrie Irving and Kanye West. Do you among guys many remember others. when they made that movie that was like the Princess of Sudan or something? And it was about a white American girl. That was weird. <laughs> what? All right, yeah. I'm gonna mute my mic and look this up. Yeah, yeah, Princess yeah, of insane. North Sudan. Oh, it's it was because like, North Sudan. Well, yeah, it was like there was this plot of land available in North Sudan um, because stuff was going on, and then this American guy bought it and then made his daughter like the princess of it it was a lot but you know are these um, the types of movies you end up watching megan i have never seen it but i really wish i had seen it i should find it i should see what streaming service it's on so megan i'm pretty sure it never got made oh really (laughs) okay here's what here's why everyone is outraged over disney's new princess of north sudan movie (laughs) published may 16th 2015 Oh, last year, the Hollywood reporter revealed that Disney was developing a new princess movie called Princess of North Sudan. For an instant, it sounded like Disney might be making a movie about an African princess. But the thing is, there's no country called North Sudan. That's because the movie is going to be based on a bizarre true story that has a lot of people outraged. Daughter of a Virginian farmer named Jeremiah Heaton told her dad she wanted to be a princess. Jeremiah decided to make a homemade flag, travel to an 800-mile square patch of land called Bertawil, and uh, which had been unclaimed in a border dispute between Sudan and Egypt, and then yeah. planted his flag in the ground and claimed it as his own. That's so cool. And, they and were I like, cannot oh, find anything else. A wholesome movie about like a father's love for his daughter and just like literally zero political yeah. thinking. Beforehand. So if you search oh. it up, that's the old, that's the number one article and there's oh. nothing about the movie being made. And I went to the IMDB page and there's nothing. There's no picture. <laughs> okay. There's no cast. So. so that explains why I haven't seen it, I guess. Uh, uh, it seems like this is a, yeah, this is like a Tumblr thing. And then, you know, Tumblr won. I hope you're happy. You just ruined what would have been the greatest Disney movie of all time. <laughs> That's right. Where I was going to play every primary character, including <laughs> all the North Sudanese people. 
Which I guess would be fine because it doesn't exist. So that's true. <laughs> for, for some I mean, reason, I still do the racist voice. There, but... Yeah, but not in that country because it doesn't oh, exist. Because so. <laughs> well, it's fake. Speaking of things that don't exist anymore, uh, Jesse, do you want to let us know what's happening with this bill that uh, yeah. Doug Ford was putting forth? First off, we are back on that no work November grind. So just keep <laughs> that in mind, folks. Don't be nutting and don't be punching the clock at any place you work. Important. So the bill, the big bill, the big bill, everyone's talking about the big bill that we all hated <laughs> was repealed by Doug Ford. If you're not familiar, this is the bill that essentially using the notwithstanding clause ruled any kind of legal labor action by the Canadian Union of Public Employees as illegal, which immediately resulted in everybody being like, this is fucked up. And during the first wave of strikes in late October, a ton of people joining like the picket lines. Ooh, sorry, folks. Just for you, those who don't know, Dean is shirtless right now. So too Chance, high. myself, our dear friend Grace, uh, and many of our listeners, all 10 of them, were at the Kingston uh, March. And it was wonderful. There were literally hundreds of people there. Everybody was fired up. Uh, we marched for literally like a full eight hours. And it was like the most high morale thing I've ever seen. As someone who's been involved in demonstrations, protests, and even labor activism, usually I am getting shouted at and told that I am causing white genocide. Now, they may be right, but mm -hmm. it still doesn't mean they should shout at me. Whereas <laughs> this time, we had people coming up to bring us donuts. We had people mm -hmm. coming up and be like, hey, we really support the work you do in schools. Thank you. On the second day, on the Monday, I had students I had worked with that like just found me in the picket line. And we walked for like 25 minutes, which was really genuinely endearing and sweet. And the Doug Ford government basically overplayed their hand. And in the days after when the strike ended temporarily and they went back to negotiating people in his government said we just thought if we said it was illegal nobody would strike and they were like <laughs> genuinely surprised by that <laughs> so now two weeks later on this wednesday november 16th and i have to say that because this is literally a situation that is once again developing hour by hour qp called a press conference and said the government is still not negotiating in good faith they're just fucking with us so we've given five days notice of striking and they might be on strike again as soon as monday november 21st of 2022 yeah Damn. they literally hit them with the yeah too bad so sad uh we're actually gonna do it again uh, yeah. this time probably stronger than ever and that's the thing and it's going to be interesting because there's not going to be quite as much public animus since the bill has been repealed, but a lot of people are still like, this government fucking sucks, man. And like, they're still like fucking with the lowest paid public employees in the province. So mm -hmm. yeah, but, it's, uh, it's dirty. Like it's, it's real dirty tactics. You know what I mean? Like just to call it illegal. And then, yeah, you know, for a fact, they're going to be like, you guys said you weren't going to strike. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. And it's, uh, the people I've talked to on the job site were all like, we never should have stopped striking. Like you can't just mm -hmm. no. stop this and be like, oh, he'll pass. He waited. A, he, he waited a fucking week to repeal the bill. He just yep. like dragged ass on it. And then they continued to offer absolutely nothing. So, yep. I've uh, that's that's what I got from uh, some of the people I've chatted with, too, who were there. Uh, the fun thing about the strike was that literally everyone you know was there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was it was crazy how many people you run into, so many familiar faces. 
I saw and, people uh, I hadn't seen in like five years. <laughs> yeah, didn't yeah. Know we're still here. Was very good. There was a oh, lot was of huge. different unions there. It was really yeah. The speeches were great. Like yeah. the the go transit workers talking mm. about their strike was really good. It was cool. Like yeah. that. The momentum that week, was there. Yeah. Just like on my commute to and from work, I saw like multiple demonstrations, which was like really heartening. Yeah, it's really inspiring. It honestly was like so nice to just hear people like grab the megaphone and talk about like worker solidarity and have everyone yeah. cheer. Like how often does that happen? Yeah. It's pretty great. It was, yeah. it was incredible. And there were a lot of, there was a big union presence during the Kingston one. We had members of PSAC, actually a couple yeah. PSAC locals, including our beloved uh, like Queens university, like TA group. We had, mm-hmm. we even had people from corrections, which I thought was interesting. Yep. Yeah. In yeah. Corrections showed out. And I was um, like, okay, like, not maybe my favorite, but I at least appreciate the sense of union solidarity. Yeah. Correction was Opsu, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, actually, this one, and there was one specifically that was also a PSAC branch because there's a guy marching with that flag that was involved mm. in like corrections as well. There's a couple, there's like a lot of overlap because there were also Opsu education workers there too. Uh, uh, Jesse, I don't know if you remember, maybe if you could jog my memory. Um, how many how many cops waved at us and, and honked their horns <laughs> in solidarity with the union? Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I will say there were multiple Kingston bus drivers that did, including one guy with an adorable vest who like literally honked the whole way down and had his thumb up as he King. drove past us with a big smile. And Chance then, and I did clock yeah. an undercover car at the Harveys, just we like did. sitting there. <laughs> They were like, just watching. <laughs> just waved to him. Maybe, maybe he was just having Harvey's. We don't even I know. think he was because he did pull yeah. off a short time later. That being said, I was gang stalked for the rest of the week. So yeah. I don't yeah. think that's a coincidence. I do, I do remember I, I confronted the undercover cop and I tried to solicit him for sex. But yeah. that didn't really work <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Chance just walked up to him with his cock in his hand. I don't know yeah, what his play I was, was I was there. like, how much, uh-huh. baby? he solicited you it was weird yeah it was crazy on our episode where we talked about the new kingston city councilors one of them was the union president for corrections in Mm -hmm. kingston paul Paul chaves and there was also another city councilor wendy stephen was there as an educator Mm -hmm. actually she and i had a prolonged conversation kind of talking about and like to her credit, she was like, obviously I work with EAs and like, you know, I support you guys fully, but like specifically from your experience. And we just talked about like what kind of lived experience looks like, what she can do in her role as counsel to support, and also what she can do in like a practical setting in the school that she works in to support that, which I actually thought was quite refreshing. So we literally mm. just walked around and I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, until Chance showed up and I had somebody I loved to walk around with, I was just going up to like people that I kind of like vaguely recognized. And we were just talking about like working class politics. Hey, yeah. Because a friend of mine I went to high school with works as a custodian was like, can you actually explain to me like what's happening? I was like, yes, baby. I love you. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And, he, and it's just like, this is a guy who has, I would say held conservative views his whole life. Like that's, that's just the area I'm from. And that's just how he grew up. And he's like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah, why are they doing this? This is fucked. I, and I was like, and yeah, then, buddy. And then I and then I held and then I showed up, and it, it might have sullied the vibe because I had a sign that said "Get back to work, you fucking losers." <laughs> yeah, that's and right. People did not like that. Yeah. Like, that was not. Yeah, lazy bums <laughs> go home. Yeah. No, so it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. There is still another four days, three realistically by the time this airs, of negotiations that could potentially see a deal struck. 
I certainly, to be honest with you, I hope we do see a deal and I hope it is a fair one because I just, I hate yeah. leaving the classroom, but fuck it, man. I'm in it to win it. I'm here for the long haul. And if I got to do that, fuck, let's do it. Let's go. I'm happy to march. I'm happy to be a captain. I'm happy to do whatever the fuck you need. Just let's get yeah. this shit done. Let's get the people who need that money, the money they need. My That's prediction, right. Chance's prediction of the week is that um, this momentum that we keep talking about that was there, I don't think it's gone. It mm-hmm. was there, and the ball should have kept rolling. Mm-hmm. It would have been crazy, right? Yeah, but I think fuck. a lot of people are still watching this situation. Yeah. I think a lot of unions are also still watching this situation. And if QP is smart, they will start you know, explaining to Ford and Lecce like, just so you know, a lot of people are involved in this because if you start steamrolling us, you're going to start steamrolling everyone else. And uh, and so I hopefully with all the backing and stuff like that, it might uh, it might push them towards an actual deal that that, that can be made mm-hmm. uh, if they feel like their infrastructure is going to fall apart. We just need to keep hammering them. There's a lot that can be said, and I think the ground is fertile enough for people to be like yeah the way this government is handling this is completely insane like the money that could have been spent towards getting wage increases was just sent to parents two hundred dollars a pop to try and buy them off and it's yeah, like if that, that was so. oh my god if that, that doesn't tell no you parents anything, liked that by the way no, no they're like like this is Nobody such an insulting <laughs> insultingly yeah. low amount of money for child care two hundred dollars that's like three days yeah, that's like stupid? like that. That's like two packages of diapers. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Community yeah. karma went down that day. Yeah, it was literally, true. just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Don't talk about Reddit. <laughs> and so, but. Shit. Uh, uh, if you don't mind, uh, yeah, would would you mind? Could could we talk about something like actually important that like actually affects real people for once? Yeah, Uh, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. okay. Why don't Why don't we do that? Uh, so uh, this may come as a shock to our devoted listeners, uh, most of whom are vile perverts. Uh, but it turns out the kids, folks, they're not fucking. The kids aren't fucking anymore. Oh, you knew that already? Yeah, don't ask me how I knew that. I knew that. (laughs) I've I've been doing lots of research lately on tour. So, yeah, we were... I I ask around. (laughs) The undercover Uh, cop. There there were, like, lots of articles, like, Washington Post, Scientific American, have been posting this data that has been acquired by the Institute for Family Studies, which I'm not even going to try to read into that. Uh, it's not necessarily messed up. Not necessarily. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I'm not reading into so. it. Okay. It could be. It could not be. It but could, I don't care either way. I like okay. the ambiguity. Yeah. There's folks. There's just not enough sex happening. Uh, everyone is upset about it. Uh, I don't know if you saw a few weeks ago. There was a very viral tweet about it. Uh, I don't. I don't know if my beloved co-host wants to fill us in on that. I do. Yeah. Um. I hate this tweet just as a precursor. <laughs> oh, be, is this the rabbit it, one? Well, it's because oh, a woman God, tweeted Jesse, it. Don't even. I don't even want to think about that stupid tweet. No, this is a different okay. bad tweet. All right. All right. Let's um, hear it. Uh, so it's from Brianna Wu. Um, blue check mark. Oh, but yes. you know, no, these she's days awesome. with the blue check marks. No, who knows? she's an OG. Who knows? She she is like an old school like target of Gamergate. I remember Brianna Wu. Mm-hmm. One of my 
my favorite schizophrenic videos is some PUA guy saying, Brianna Wu tried to kill me in a motorcycle accident. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know anything about this woman. I'm sure overall she's okay. She runs a pack that's about um, getting money out of politics. So that's a good thing to do. However, this tweet was not a good thing to do. So... I'll read it verbatim. According to the Washington Post, the number of men under 30 who have never had sex has tripled in the last 10 years. That is an astonishing statistic. Period. Mm. Uh, Part two. When I said never have sex, I mean don't regularly have sex. Not (laughs) trying to imply they're virgins. I think most people have had sex a lot more often than once a year, especially in your 20s. So we can tell from the follow-up that already there was a lot of problems Bets with are tweet being number hedged. one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. tweet number one, the number of men under 30, that is so vague. What do you mean by under 30? Like teenagers could just be waiting until they're in their 20s. Yeah. One so year it old. turns out- Yep, that's what yeah, I did voluntarily think, for the record. Yeah. So like, yes. that's a terrible way to phrase it. The actual stat is between 18 and 30, which makes a lot that more, makes sense. more sense. Yeah, that's a um, demographic. Second, you can even say adults under 30, and that would clarify. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Second, she doesn't link any article. She just says, according to the Washington Post, I scrolled very far. I had already researched this earlier today, so I, I think I had an idea what tweet, uh, article she was talking about. She actually about, Googles this but, every single day. Yeah, I do. I, I keep stats. Um, <laughs> so someone links it quite far down into the thing, but uh, it is from a Washington Post article from 2019. So she says, in the last 10 years, and we've already gone through four of them. Like, this is a four-year-old <laughs> article at this point. And she says, okay. in the last 10 years, doesn't link it, doesn't explain that she's talking about an article from 2019. So everyone is, like, losing their minds in the comments, being like, oh, my God, like, incels, they're going to kill us. Mm-hmm, this is COVID. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. This is a stat from before COVID. The stats in the article actually show that women are also not having sex, conveniently left out of this tweet. And then just saying, like, this is an astonishing statistic, period. Like, way to literally tweet the most ridiculous, misleading piece of information that's technically true ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just bothered me so much. I hate it. Like, I hate when people do this on Twitter. And, like, this is pot calling the kettle black because what is our podcast if not taking stats out of context and yelling? Uh, um, yeah. But, well, the context is our podcast. <laughs> but right? I just feel like that's on true. Twitter people just, like, say, like, Oh my God, like this insane thing is happening. Side note. I thought, yeah, oh. sorry, Megan, but like I, I genuinely thought that something came out recently about that because of how much people were talking about it. Mm. Yes, this tweet has 44,000 likes. Like it's pretty big. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so that was my my initial issues with this tweet was that it didn't talk about women at all. It was super unclear in the ages and it's a super old stat. And it turns out, I don't know if you're going to get into this, Dean, but LOL, since this article from the Washington Post in 2019, the number of people having sex has actually gone back up. And oh, really? it's gone up faster for men than women. So we- like the fact that this is a gendered, uh. like, oh, men are like dying and they're going to like become incels and kill us all with guns is just like yeah just fear mongering yeah, for likes on twitter honestly genuinely what, what, like <laughs> was that the takeaway that you think was supposed to happen you know what i mean because like my first thought when i hear that is the it's more like sympathy towards incels 
because it's pointing out the fact that men are having less sex, but not pointing mm-hmm. out the fact that women are having less sex. So it's like I, women are fine, mm, but men right. like there's an issue yeah. and we need to address this. Well, totally. yeah, you're just yeah. What is it? You're strengthening the incel narrative of like yes. men aren't having sex, but yes, yeah. Stacy, women are fine. And, yeah. yeah, but that's- the, the idea that like we have to appease these people like, yeah. oh, yes. like there's all these guys not having sex. And if like we don't do something about if we don't have some sort of policy to address this, yeah. then they're going to keep shooting doorstep. up grocery stores or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know? that's 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 what I get from it. But I also see what Megan's saying, where it's it's more so it could also be taken as like this is a scary stat because that does mean like all of these people are primed up to be in cells. Yeah, I think than, either. So, yeah, yeah, like I, ahead, I think Megan. either way, it it is like the same sort of thing where like it incels take this stat as like validation and either way it's like strengthening yeah as you guys are saying it's strengthening that narrative so for people that like obviously incels are scary they do murder people so like for people that are scared of incels which is like you know most people um yeah this is this reads as a very like scary statistic and for incels it reads as like yeah i'm valid i'm right like no one's having right right yeah yeah and it's, but, an, it's an inaccurate statistic and again uh, the the problem with uh, th- this whole narrative that's being formed is that it completely excises women uh, yeah. from this mm-hmm. discussion. Uh, so uh, according to because uh, th- they're too these... busy fucking. Well, yeah, they they couldn't respond. They, to yeah, the, they couldn't do the, the quiz. That, that's the thing is that they're they're not in 2021 <laughs> according to this survey. Uh, 20% of males under 35 reported not having sex in the past year. 19% of females reported the same thing. Yeah, so yeah, like LOL. Smaller. So it, again, it's it's like oh yeah, it's slightly smaller, but like it's like, you know, within uh uh fuck, what's the what's the term? Margin uh, of error. Yeah, it's within the margin of error. Thank you. Mm. And it's again, not it's not a sex thing. It's not a like a gender thing. It is a mm-hmm. societal issue well issue depends on whether or not i personally don't think that anyone should be having sex uh but not this month uh, no (laughs) but from what i've been told uh from you know various uh letters that have passed by my desk desk uh most normal people consider having a healthy uh sex life a key to general happiness and your ability to uh relate to uh and care about other people it's just like this general alienation and isolation that i know we harp on about on and on and on Um, Uh, mm -hmm. can i just jump in for one second just to not do the same thing the tweet is doing which um i just want to clarify the stats so the one she's referring to is from the washington post 2019 that one is from the general social survey and Mm -hmm. says 28 percent of men between 18 and 30 um have not had sex in the last in the past year and only 18% of women. So there is the 10% difference in that article. The other article um, is an article from Salon called Why Are So Many People Having Less Sex and Fewer Friendships? And that one is from this family's um, research thing. So it's mm-hmm. a different um, stat. And that one is the one where it's a very small difference, only 1%. And then it's actually like gone, like women are having like less sex recently so there is the two different sources and they they find slightly different findings so i i think it's safe to assume that men like maybe generally are having like a bit less sex than women but the point is that it's like 
very minor difference. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm having enough sex to make up for him. That's, all I'm saying. <laughs> that's so true. They asked Dean and they had to cut him yeah. from it. They were like, that's, this is an that's outlier. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, and, you know, I, I just don't have sex because, uh, quite frankly, there's no being as perfect either in a mm. curvaceous sense or a mental sense as me. So until cloning technology is invented and I can yeah. bust down sexual style, white boy style myself, you know, like, yeah. what's the purpose? And I think that's an underrated, a- you know, people talk about uh, isolation, uh, lack of proper socialization, uh, especially right now when everything is still also fucked up. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, the the real reason why men are having sex is they can't have sex with themselves. You know, yeah. you, you can be that's gay, right. but you can't be gay yeah. with yourself yet. That's what, so I, was, it- that's what I was gonna say. Until they invent yeah. something where you can like, you know, pleasure yourself, we're all oh. fucked. Like yeah, until like, they come up with the technology where I, you know, where someone like can, Looper like, touch themselves or something, or like yeah, we'd have to get rid yeah. of cornflakes for that to happen. Okay, okay. Would you fuck <laughs> a version of yourself that was forty mm. years older than yes. you are now? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Wow. I'd want to see him fucking. I want to see this no. old face. He'd have the old man stink. That'd be awesome. Yeah. 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 I want to rock. I want to rock his world. Like I would. <laughs> yeah. I would. I would fucking. I, I want do anything for him. I want to kill myself from dehydration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I want my like, calves to cramp so badly. I'm just uh, unable to walk. It's like it's like I've been afflicted with rickets. Nothing gets my motor going than just like the old man stench of like decaying onions. Mm. Yeah. 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 yeah no. I That's what happened to I, Forrest Gump. That's, <laughs> I want him. I want him to forget his first time. Like I want him. I want him to be. You know, just just so mind blown, like yeah. brain meltingly good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Forrest Gump, when he was twenty, had sex with Forrest Gump when he was sixty, and he gave himself AIDS and polio. And that's what, that's what, that's why he walked. That way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the that, the running was actually just a walk of shame. Yeah, that's I, right. I've got he you had his high heels in his hand. Yeah, Robert. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> walk, Forrest walk, and he's like he's got the leg braces on. <laughs> Yeah, that would be truly because Forrest Gump is conceptually speaking one of the worst stories ever told. But it's one of the worst movies ever made. No, I like Uh, it. I despise that movie. No, it's Uh, good actually. They didn't think a mentally challenged guy could get AIDS. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't. He doesn't get it. We should definitely do. Yeah, no, Jenny we, has. we should do a Gump watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we should we do, should a, do a Forrest Gump review. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. No, he doesn't get <laughs> no, AIDS. No, he doesn't have AIDS. That's Philadelphia where Tom it's Hanks has AIDS. His, his kid has AIDS. I, I think every Tom Hanks movie, he has AIDS. Sully, Philadelphia, <laughs> Toy that's Story. Why, that's why that's I rate why them all Hanks. five stars. I don't <laughs> want to get canceled. Yeah. That's also why Tom Hanks is part of the deep state. Like, he yeah. got AIDS so early. Like He's the, the, still alive. Even Magic Johnson. That's why he talks like that in the Elvis movie <laughs> it's late stages that's just being german I thought. yeah that's, that's, that's me also the dutch AIDS. people oh uh, dutch sorry uh, i saw uh, money <laughs> you shouldn't be allowed to be in movies anymore the clown yeah. my god is really dropping the ball yeah I know. yeah it's he, not is, good. he is uh so and Megan, so but um oh, sorry yeah go ahead how are we going to address this is issue. Uh, we're all in agreement. Uh, no, of course I don't. This is me setting up the next segment, <laughs> no, you I idiot. Sh- oh, you okay. should. You fucking moron. Oops. You asked the question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. I actually uh, am curious. But yeah, I, I would argue that the best thing that we could do uh, is turn to the Ivory Tower. 
look at some of the science behind, uh, you know, dating and relationships and go from there. Uh, so okay. allow me to introduce the first date course. Oh, uh, mm, yes. Okay. Uh, so imagine masterclass, but it's for talking to women. And that's basically oh, yeah. actual masturbate. Very quickly yeah. before we get to that, Dean, I did see something. There is a woman on Instagram who markets herself as like a date influencer for men. And all uh-huh. of her videos are like either like take a girl out to a pumpkin patch for a cute first mm. date idea. I was like, yeah, mm. could you imagine me pulling up and being like, let's go to the woods together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. around. Let, let's Great drive idea. 30 minutes out of town. Yeah. And yeah, it's I like this really quiet place. So I do, I do follow her and I, I occasionally send her videos to my most like incel in unhinged friends. And I'm like, you should just try this. Yeah, well, I know that, that that's out. not true. Cause I've never seen them. No, you're, you, you're good. But if uh, my, my friends, uh, JF and LM. Mm. They mm, are cell pilled. Yeah, deeply depraved young men, and I love sending them those videos. I'm like taunting them at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and but so the first date course. Uh, this has been championed by Bren Shapiro, oh. uh, noted expert in pleasing women. <laughs> yeah, and having sex. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it is, uh, like Ben Shapiro, uh, very willing to take your money, despite the fact that, uh, no content actually exists mm. yet. Uh, so this program is led by a doctor, okay, David Buss. No. No. That's true. I swear no. to God, it feels like this segment was written for this show. I'm, do- I'm doing the Steve real. Harvey face. His name is Dr. David Bussey. Uh, oh. And he is, this is not a joke, 69 years old today. Yeah. Today? Today. The more I I think about it. No, it's not his birthday. But he's still 69 years old today. Okay. That's slightly Happy birthday. Happy happy birthday, bussy. Yeah. Bussing it down. Birthday, bussy. (laughs) Bussing it down David style. Yeah. Yeah. David is considered uh, one of the forefathers of evolutionary psychology, which is, again, one no. of my favorite topics. <laughs> no. so, yeah, we've, we've chatted about that before. Take a drink, all, no. all you loyal listeners. Uh, I hate these freaks. is currently based at the University of Texas at Austin, regrettab- regrettably not the University of Austin. Uh, that is championed by all sorts uh, of NYT. Yeah, Ovine University. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> And I know I talk about Evo Psych a lot, but, you know, bear with me here. So we have the first date course, uh, and here's the little intro they have. Now he, Dr. David Bussey, and other leading psychologists are you... It is Buss, u- right? It's just yeah. Buss, not it's Buss. It's yeah. okay, but, okay. like, I just uh, for the show, I thought it would be funny if we called them Bussey No, instead, I wanted to Because it's, like, him, sort yeah. of, like, butt pussy. Oh, yeah, yeah no, Ma- I, I got it. Megan Googled Bussey. Google Bussey. Megan Googled Bussey. Bussey is, like, a a, a a philosopher, isn't he, or something? No, that's De Bussey. Oh, that's right, De Bussey, sorry. And he makes music. Yeah. What? Uh, and Ooh. and so, but yeah, he's a composer. Uh, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. If you'll let me finish this one sentence, uh, <laughs> no. now he, no. Doctor David Bussey, okay. and other leading psychologists are using the latest science to help you attract your ideal woman. Also helping mm. you will be our team of fifty beautiful, intelligent women from the round, around mm. the world, including models and influencers. <laughs> okay. and, oh no! Go on. An NBA and NFL cheerleader. 
Yeah, the people who famously, when you think NFL cheerleader, you're reminded of how they were sex trafficked by Dan Snyder. I'm sure they're really literally having literally. (laughs) They're just going through the Epstein model list. We also have a former Miss Universe Australia, a Bollywood actress. Oh, okay. I'd actually love to hear from her. Yeah, that would be sick. Uh, (laughs) PhDs. A neuroscientist, those two things are different for some reason. Okay. Um, mm. And many more high value women. Oh, oh. high value women. Yeah, they're okay. worth extra that's, points. Yeah. That's that's what fem cells say. <laughs> like genuinely. Women. Oh my god. Yeah, they, they talk high about value high value women. women. As if yeah. like yes, they're low value men. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, what what we have to remember is this is grounded in evolutionary psychology. So what is a high value woman has mm, naturally uh, remained biologically <laughs> fixed. That is big always pussy. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a big pussy. It's a big pussy. <laughs> I'm uh, not a slave to big pussy anymore. <laughs> it's not like in the 1300s a high value woman was just someone whose dad owned land or anything. No. Uh, no someone whose dad no. owned big pussy. <laughs> Sorry, it's a proud family lineage. <laughs> so, anyway, wh- what else is on this website, you might ask? Uh, well, the only thing besides that little write-up are uh, two two-minute ads and some quotes from some podcasters. Uh, one of which is, of course, Jordan Peterson, mm. uh, who says Me. that uh, mm. Dr. Bussy uh, is the <laughs> yeah. psychologist that he references most. That has most uh. informed his worldview. Wow. Which is not a compliment. No, that's not a good thing. That's like, where you know he got I mean? the assigned wives from. But yeah. literally, oh. that's probably where he got it from. I yeah, thought that's that was where he got like crying about Pinocchio from. Now, that would be interesting. Well, no, that's from the heart. <laughs> he does cry. He's biting he cries his thing. I'm sure he's cried about forcing women to marry random men, too. He like Because he feels yeah. so passionately about it. Up yours woke moralist was a direct quote, actually. <laughs> from oh Debussy? Yeah. Yeah. He's also got a quote from the Huberman Lab podcast. Uh, what I love about Dr. Bussy's work is that it's grounded in laboratory studies that are highly yeah. quantitative using rigorous statistics. Highly quantitative. None of That's that is sick. true. I cannot <laughs> no, stress no enough. Way. None yeah. of that is true. The, the studies that this guy does are not in a lab. No. He's not mixing fucking <laughs> chemicals together. No, he, yeah. he's sitting in the bushes with binoculars. Yeah, pr- like literally exactly that. Um, he's in the trenches. But anyway, what well, this first video is Dr. Bussy himself oh, explaining no. the benefits of this course uh, that does not currently exist. Uh, (laughs) he he touts that all of the info that they share is grounded in real science that will help you secure again a high value woman Uh, I feel like yeah guys ever feel like there's just so many sad men on the internet who really want to be smart but they're just not and so like the way that like crypto people and Elon Musk and Jordan Peterson target them are being like Science, like this is about science. Yeah. You love yeah. science, don't well, that, you? That's the science thing. Like, man, but really, they have like literally zero idea what this science is. This is literally is. what Joe Biden meant when he said we're going to believe science. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was talking all, about this. All the fuck studies. But I, I, I honestly believe, like, they're like speaking from my own experience. If you are a white guy who is not good at sports, I am. Uh, mm-hmm. The like the one thing that you have growing up as a kid 
is everyone's going to tell you that you're smart. Oh, you're so smart. Smart you're so intelligent. because you're bad at sports. Yeah, yeah you're yes, like you're bad at sports, yeah. but you're like you get. They got to give you something. You yeah. get okay yeah. grades. So like that is the thing that they will push you towards to lean into. And many people uh, in that position will make being smart. Yeah. Th- like the sole arbiter of their own identity. Mm-hmm. It is the one mm-hmm. thing that makes them them. Uh, and that will drive them down these rabbit holes where they will pay like multiple hundreds of dollars for courses like this because that's what all of the smart people are doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. couched in this academic scientific uh, bullshit. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm, but anyway, mm-hmm. I, I've got some quotes here uh, from uh, this video with Dr. Bussy. Uh, he says, quote, women's mating psychology is complicated. Uh, he's all about mating psychology, mating strategies. The fact that he says women there is really interesting because mostly he says females. Uh, he also says, quote, in this course, uh, some of the things I will be talking about include the complexity of women's mating psychology tactics of attraction and how to behave properly on a first date mm. oh okay mm-hmm. i guess I, like he's teaching you how to like drink water normally <laughs> uh how to sit down <laughs> yeah. just like how to do I, things and not appear like some strange like, automaton honestly yeah. obviously, how to get a hug all the other parts are bad and manipulating women is bad but it would i feel like some guys could use just like a general politeness course i hope it teaches them that that would be good also, i hope it doesn't side note when googling dr bus um his dad was like did the exact same job at the same university he was also oh, a professor of psychology at the University mm. of Texas at Austin. Guess what year he started? 1969. Nice. Hey. No way. Ah, the yeah. weed number. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like this might be a non sequitur here, uh, but I just ha- I had this idea while I was researching this. Um, but do you think this sort of like, I'm going to teach you the right things and the right things to say and like how to present yourself is like a, an, artifi- an artifact of like, social media brain and like this sort of like tech bro goal of like, you know, all these websites, all they want to do is like dominate your attention. Mm. Uh, And like in a world where like everything is artificial, everything is performance. uh, We like need to, if you say these things in this order, you're going to get the result that you want from this social interaction. Mm. It's almost like, like gamifying or like, uh, you know, creating like a a catchy thumbnail, but for yourself to have sex. Like I feel like right. that is like branding, the driving right? motivation here. Mm. Like that is like, yeah, it's 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 branding exactly, but like branding for yourself to have a relationship with another person. I don't know if pretty that's bleak. specifically social media though. I feel like you know, like people have always been concerned about their image and how it relates to sex, like before social media. I don't know. I'm thinking of like early 2000s, like finance bros kind of guys. True, but like like, social media literalizes it. Where like you literally are creating a brand every day by posting. Yeah, definitely. Like it it turns you into a commodity to be consumed. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, so after Bussy Talks, we have binders full of women doing these two camera confessionals uh, about how much they would love, love to date a guy. Oh, uh, such a good 
like just oh, like, I, I thought you literally meant Mitt Romney. I was like, I could see him being involved with this. No, I wish that would have been that, so sick. Well, if I had to say what I liked most about sex, it would be the uh, intimacy. Big pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They got some of the women out in Utah have gigantic gapers. <laughs> Drive a semi through them. Yeah, strong, strong breeding stock. All of my sons are six foot eight and have an IQ of thirty three. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they have all these women uh, like just look at the camera and talk about how much they would love to date a guy who had taken this course. Oh, oh, my, god. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, they've they've Come got on. like you know like th- this one chick like she's breast boobily up to the camera, uh, and she says, "quote If a guy takes this course, I would feel as though he is very confident. Not I what? would feel he's very confident. I would feel, I feel as uh, though as, yo, as if. Very yeah. But also, yeah. like I would feel he is confident. No, I, I would feel like, as not, though like, this course will make yeah, him it's, confident. It's, yeah. Like, yeah, it is similar to him feeling confident, but it's not him actually being confident. <laughs> this course will help you pretend that you are confident to women. I guess that is what confidence is. But yeah, that's very strange. Yeah, word. and like a, a lot of these women sort of like uh, harp on the idea that like someone who's like taking this course and like trying to work on themselves and be better like is an attractive trait which is Mm -hmm. true yeah to an extent that's not the way to do it this course (laughs) no definitely not this course and like the idea like that like your own personal self is something that needs to be like constantly uh improved and uh min maxed in order to create the results that you want i is is not a very human way to live your life i would say though genuinely like working on themselves and I don't what my issue with this course is I don't think it's just about like working on themselves I feel like it's like how to like game the market of women like it almost reminds me of a pickup artist kind of thing it's it's learning the cheat codes yeah like it is genuinely like I genuinely probably slightly better than I, just a straight up pickup artist thing because those ones are just about how to be like as rapey as possible That's and this true, one at yeah. least mm-hmm. is like how can you be more normal to like get what you want but it doesn't it doesn't treat women like people still it's still like oh like no it literally like, treats them like animals yeah would you like uh the the trophy that does this exact like it will a woman is just like this object that will d- react in this exact way if you follow these like steps in order. Yeah, like, yeah, know. it's teaching you the conversation trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, what can we actually expect from this course? Uh, the The website does not tell you anything. Uh, so I, I dove as deep as I could possibly dive, which is uh, David Bussey's own personal Wikipedia page. Uh, mm. It is worth noting that this Wikipedia page has been flagged for referencing too many primary sources. <laughs> uh, either I what? imagine a, a grad student of Bussy or Bussy himself uh, wrote the majority of this Wikipedia page. Um, but I, even that, like some of the, the wording uh, here is so like literally stupid that maybe it was just like a weird fanboy. I'm not sure. Mm. But did, did um, you write it? <laughs> did you I, write it, Dean? You and I both know that I have been permanently banned from Wikipedia. Yeah. So <laughs> when you posted about the Chris Benoit murder six hours before it happened, they got really suspicious. <laughs> There's something right. up with that. Yeah. 
uh, especially because I was like four years old at the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. I also, <laughs> if you fan. go to the talk page of this article, which you can just at the top uh, alternate between the article and the talk page, the talk page, the very first thing is unscientific liar and a whole a debate oh. between Wikipedia users about if this guy is a huge unscientific liar. Wikipedia is, is the greatest website of all time. It really is, like, no doubt. Yeah, like, a, a true, like, you know, this is a non sequitur, but truly, uh, despite, you know, this article and others like it, a a masterpiece and, like, a pinnacle of, like, all of human achievement. Love Wikipedia. Nothing but respect. Uh, anyway. I will uh, not let, pay them $3, though. And I will never give them any money. <laughs> no. Oh, donate to Wikipedia. They're so No. Amazing. I will never. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, anyway, let, let's dive into some pussy here. Uh, mm. Got his PhD in psychology from uh, Berkeley. Uh, he bounced around. He was at Harvard. He was at U Michigan. Uh, he's now at again University at Austin. Um, primary topics of his research include male mating strategies, conflict between the sexes, social status, social reputation, prestige, the emotion of jealousy, homicide, anti-homicide defenses, and most recently, stalking. Uh, obviously, this guy is an expert in all of these things because he has a degree in biology and does some Evo psych stuff. Uh, anti-homicide measures anti-homicide defenses Uh, oh that's even worse yeah so just a gun yeah (laughs) we've done research on gun here we we filled out our technology (laughs) tree we 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 put all of our points into gunpowder and you know what we've we've come up with some pretty stunning stuff yeah so he looks at this from an evolutionary perspective uh he's the author of over 200 scientific articles uh He's written many, many books with very, very funny titles. Uh, this one, uh, of all of the titles that I read, the funniest one was actually not written by him, but uh, he inspired uh, a one Dr. Swain to write this book. Dynamic Duos, the Alpha Beta Key to Unlocking Success in Gay Relationships. Oh, okay. That <laughs> oh, took a hey, turn. Man, I wasn't, in, oh I wasn't into most of that but I like the end. It was like, that's like a word cloud of Twitter stuff. (laughs) Like that, that none of that means anything. You lost me at beta and you reeled me back in with gay. Gay. (laughs) Alpha gay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, if we are working under the assumption that uh, either Bussy himself or someone close to him penned the majority of this Wikipedia page, uh, then... Research that he forefronts, the thing that he's most uh, excited about, uh, is his uh, work on short and long-term mating strategies, which is some of the dumbest shit I've ever read in my life. (laughs) Uh, He talks about uh, attractiveness from a male perspective seems to be based on facial cues when seeking a long-term relationship and bodily cues when seeking a short-term relationship because they cue healthiness Uh and reproductive capacity. He basically just interviewed undergrads, uh, asked them whether they prefer like short-term serial dating or long-term monogamous relationships, Uh, put them into those two camps. And then after doing that, uh, showed them, or not even showed them, sorry. Uh, he was like, okay, I'm going to show you a woman. Would you like to see her face or her body? 
uh, and then found that the people in short, like who liked short-term relationships, wanted to see women's bodies, while men who wanted long-term relationships wanted to see their faces. Uh, I could go on. There's a lot of other like tiny little studies like this uh, that basically all do the same thing. Uh, all of this research is done by interviewing undergrads about their sexual preferences and then coming up with a quote-unquote scientifically sound finding that just exactly parrots gender norms from when Bussy was a kid, mm. if you could believe right. it or not. It's all like, oh, men want youthful women who are fertile and women want reserves resourceful caring men that can raise kids that's literally all of his findings there's nothing interesting Pretty here cool. at all scientific it's, research everybody yeah 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 yeah, yeah his, and, it's and, just like the history books they said the good guys have won 100 consecutive years yeah that's crazy <laughs> yeah wow that's pretty yeah. good heterosexuality has won again this is crazy <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's fucking ridiculous uh and like that, like again, like that's sort of, that's the long and short of all of this guy's research. Uh, he's made more money than all of us combined will ever make in our lives, uh, and he just wow. interviews twenty year olds about Dude. who they want to have sex with. It's if so I get sick. that three twenty five an hour, that might change, buddy. That's true. That, that's yeah. a very good point, Doctor David Bussy. You know, I'm coming for you. You know the uh, like TikTok videos of uh, cringy dudes walking up to people with their what? phone and being like. like how many uh how many people have you had sex with in the last Ew. 20 days oh, and they're like 170,000 <laughs> uh, you guys ever you guys ever see those videos no i've seen indian joker but, <laughs> but that's basically that's basically what this guy is doing is just like polling randos on the on campus uh they lie of course because oh yeah they're, mushy brained and dumb <laughs> and, and 20 years old <laughs> yeah somebody yeah. asked me how much sex i had i'd say i'd literally have had sex with two hundred thousand people this year just, yeah. just to see what they say yeah. yeah yeah it's like i've actually burned through every person on this continent it's yeah, wild my, so like i gotta move literally zero inches long <laughs> i just i really want to show you guys this article that like dean was referring to i i pulled it up with like my school account and it's genuinely the most hilarious thing i've ever seen in my life he did just interview his own students mm -hmm. he interviewed 300 and something <laughs> university students who agreed to participate in exchange for course credit in yep. his course and oh, then he wow. showed them stick figures with a hot woman's head or a hot woman's <laughs> body alternating like so i will literally cool. screenshot it and send it to you it's so good yeah that's don't absurd. you love doing science folks don't you love like you know you're in the realm of percernicut Copernicus. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Copernicus. <laughs> Galileo. Darwin. Mm. Einstein. Fine, like mm -hmm. all like all of these like massive like giants that you stand on the shoulders of. And then you're yes. like, you know, again, asking 20 year olds if they want to fuck a stick figure. It's so fucking cool. It's so yeah. funny. Oh my god. <laughs> he called the different things face boxes or body boxes, depending on if the stick figure had like boobs or what what if so was there a funny. box box? What if one of them just had a really realistic vagina? <laughs> yeah. That was again massive. Like, like hyper realistic. The size of yeah. the woman. It was the yeah. whole woman. They show the body. It's a vagina. It's like one of the like, most. Do you want to see this? 
like a disgusting close-up picture taken in the Starbucks bathroom but on his <laughs> phone up the skirt. What do you think of this? <laughs> what do you oh think my of my God. collection? These are no. all women that he's collected. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All of these women went missing 25 years ago on campus. <laughs> so, uh, like that—that—that's Doctor Bussy. That's Doctor Bussy. That is his first date course. Uh, obviously, the, the the narrowing of uh, you know romantic experience generally, but like all of humanity's complexity, as evil psychists want to do. To uh, what would a caveman do? Can we explain this behavior mm. like a Neolithic person? Uh, is what also, also, what if I conduct the research as if I'm a caveman? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like that's allowed because of the the rules, you know. Yeah. The acknowledgements like, say uh, thank you to members of the bus lab for their helpful <laughs> feedback. That's so good. Cool. Helpful feedback. Right. Yeah. But yeah, the, like obviously the, ba- the this, bang bus lab. This, this evil psych worldview is stupid, but beyond yes. being stupid and wrong, it also like gives you sort of like a blinkered, unstimulating, dehumanizing way to look at the world, right? Like just like yeah. Uh, narrowing and distilling all of humanity to its basest instincts is doing yourself a great disservice. And mm-hmm. like you're, you're again, rejecting this ambiguity. Uh, so I, I want to urge all of the, I fucking love sciencers in the crowd mm. uh, to not do that. Uh, you know, data horoscope chick, like in sort of embrace the ambiguity and be like, is it this thing? Is it that thing? Does it matter? No. Uh, they should rebrand yeah. to I fucking love fucking. I <laughs> like, would that's argue right. horoscope people love categories, though. I, I don't guess know so. They're super say they love but sex. Am I saying well, that yeah. you should date a horoscope chick just so I can get pussy from horoscope chicks? Uh, yeah. Because it's part of my own pickup artist uh, course wow. that I'm going to be putting out later? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably. Okay, but cool. Well, no, it would be He's cool. He's going to go like, by Dr. Pussy, and he'll, he'll yeah. be the opposite. I could tell her. I'm like, oh, the Aries moon is low tonight. Expect not to come and for me to get really tired really quickly. <laughs> Sorry, expect babe. Expect me to fall asleep immediately after. <laughs> yeah, expect me to fall asleep during. Yeah, and, you know right. what? It's just yeah. not my fault. We are all slaves to the cosmic forces above us. So, mm-hmm. sorry, babe. Uh, let's try again next week. You know, maybe, maybe the moon will be in the right position for me to give you thirty-five seconds of the most thirty-five seconds of your life. Expect yeah. me to put on my workout playlist and cry when Eminem comes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be. Oh my god! I, I was just thinking about the people that would have sex to Eminem, and like it's such a such a dreary, depressing <laughs> picture. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Well, I dude, can only come so, if I think about killing my mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. He's like he's just in the background. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> 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 Speaking of categorizing women, uh, a la astrology, you want to know another fun way to categorize yourself that's not about your personality, but is somehow a worse way to categorize yourself? Bust size. Um, My Neopets collection. Yeah, it's by categorizing your body. So uh, oh, sweet. This, is, this has been a pretty fun thing that I've been diving into recently because YouTube will not stop recommending me um, body type YouTube videos. Uh, so Dean and I were were just relaxing one night and we, decided we were super high, and then she put on this video, <laughs> and I felt like I was losing my mind watching it. Yeah, 
So um, it's called the the body type science is called the Kibi body types. Um, the Kibi body types uh, invented <laughs> by stylist David Kibi in 1987 um, in a book that's now out of print. Um, <laughs> wow. From okay. a Vox article on the topic, there are 13 body or image identity types in the original 1987 system, and they're grouped into five broad families, which is dramatic. <laughs> Classics, naturals, gametes. Oh, big naturals! <laughs> and I don't know how you say it. G- gametes. I don't know. And romantics. Um, so I've seen a lot of people talk online about how like they feel the system has helped them like with self-confidence in comparison to other body typing systems. Cause I don't know how many women's magazines you guys read, but um, a lot of body typing systems are like, you are a pear or a strawberry or an apple, yeah. or you're a perfect hourglass or you're skinny. And if you're anything other than skinny or hourglass, you better be doing things to change your body immediately, hide everything. You are fugly basically. So this True. one is like a lot more positive, at least because it's like about working with your lines and like determining what like natural body shape you have to like dress in a way that accentuates your best features um, and not like about trying to like cover yourself up or anything like that. So generally, like as far as body typing goes, not the worst kind of body typing uh it's not all about looking skinnier which a lot of the time body typing is um but there's still so many problems with this so this is like a huge online community there's like facebook groups and there's a huge reddit group i've been reading through um there's like it's big on twitter and tumblr too uh and uh, the biggest part i've seen on tumblr is just people uh, body typing the guys from bts like over and over again (laughs) Uh, very funny um but in order to determine what body type you have there is a test and i want to just read you the categories test part one bone structure part two body flesh part three facial features so, so sorry, this is just phrenology yeah, for women, so if right? Some red, Body uh, flesh. You know, mm-hmm. if some like sirens are going off in your head, yeah, it sounds a little eugenicist. And wouldn't you know it, women's body typing in general, not this specific system, but came from a eugenicist originally, oh, wow. um, which who argued that like the way that your body is shaped indicates like your personality and your goodness as a person, um, sure. which we still genuinely like society still mostly believes yeah what i find very frustrating though is that if you're tall you're only allowed to be one of one of three of like the 13 categories and it's Mm. like you're either rail thin and tall or you're very curvy and tall or you look like a linebacker and i'm like those are my (laughs) options like okay um if you look like like, a linebacker call me yeah no like I was none of them. I don't think fit me even remotely. So I Megan, have zero you, idea. You you do have the musculature of a young Joey Porter. You you got the linebacker <laughs> build. I don't know what that means. Um, uh, look him up you. later. You'll like it. Um. So I in some of these body types, like so the dramatic and natural and classic and romantic, whatever. But when you get to the gamine ones, um, I, I just want to read you some of the descriptions from the original 1987 book. Okay, so this is describing adult women. Young girl with carefree, windblown hair, freckles, turned up nose, friendly, casual manner, little boy look. 
And that's Ew, supposed to no. describe Ew, a little whole boy category look? of adult women. And then little the second boy part, look? which he's now removed, um, appealing is called, to the Alexander the Greats in the crowd, is called yeah. Inge- Ingenue. I can't. My French is terrible. Ingenue. Ingenue. Yeah. Ingenue. Which is a reminder. Last category started with young girl. This category starts with pretty young girl yeah. uh, with softly mm. curling hair, you're, you're one of the two, <laughs> slightly tilted nose, dimpled rounded cheeks, and gently rounded figure. <laughs> I just wanted to to finish with that only Kibi and his wife are the verified experts certified to type people, which That's is right. funny if you invent it and then say, no one else understands my mind. I'm a genius. <laughs> yeah. And a session yeah. with Once him- Once I die, this could never be used yeah, again. A session with him costs $10,000 for him to like actually type you. And then, so most of the online communities are just like people posting pictures of their like, it gets so- minute it's like the curve of your shoulder determines like the entire body type you can be and what you can wear um so then it's like people posting like zoomed in photos of every single joint and flesh in their body and being like what am i everybody help and then just like typing sites they post those on just so i can r slash kiwi it's not cute it's disturbing just so like just Um, for scientific reasons and i need to see like a, a woman's uh armpit and yeah. how it curves. Literally. And um, Kibi was also like, you guys shouldn't be typing celebrities. This is like about like who you are as a person. But then like it costs $10,000 to be officially verified. So just LOL. I want to say mm-hmm. LOL to all these YouTubers who are making all these insane like, I get it trying to dress for your body type and not feel bad about your body. But I feel like the categorization that the internet fosters because people are bored is so crazy. Like we literally mm-hmm. categorize everything and yeah. every single tiny facet of our bodies to determine like what kind of clothing we are allowed to wear it's just anyway that was my rant not good um, i think the solution here folks is feel bad about your body um just really hate the skin that you live in the um, flesh vehicle you have to pilot to get from point a to point b uh just despise <laughs> Uh, if you ever have to think about it at all, just like really resent the fact that you have a body and are mortal. Well, we all know how Dean feels about his body. Um, classic flamboyant natural. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should all do the quiz, though. Let me know what you get. Mine didn't have a result, basically. So, but yeah. oh, you don't exist. Yeah, yeah. Dean, yeah. Dean is flamboyant, erudite, and gorgeous. That's, that's, that's right. Aww. Folks. Dean's doing emo bangs right now. Yeah. It's like a full side F- sweep. It's pretty good. A- Jay Beeb's hair. <laughs> What's that? Our listeners Listeners, please let us know what kind of body types you imagine that we have. Are we oh. flamboyant naturals? Are we dramatics? Dramatic linebackers. Ba- yeah. Do, yeah. And with that, make sure you do we look like we're on yourself. the Detroit Lions? Yeah. 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 Pretty cool. So we can type you. Yeah. Would, do you think that we could naturally fit into a 4 3 defensive scheme? And if you do, please comment that so we know. Yeah. And that, that's the perfect and body ha- type. Also, how big a pussy is too big? <laughs> is there right, such a thing? Done. Okay, right, I gotta log off. No, no, off. not November. You keep talking about big pussy. We're gonna have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye everybody. Bye bye, folks. Bye bye.